Pista solo, Temer, 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 Hey Juventini, welcome back to the All Juve Cast channel where it's all Juve all the time. And I got uh, Lucci, I got Anthony with me. We're going to tackle uh, what was Juve Salernitana in an absolute uh, wild affair, especially at the end. Um, wild, wild stuff. I'm going to just remind everybody, if you're tuning into this podcast on your audio, well, let's get over to the YouTube channel. That's where all the uh, fun takes place. We had a live watch along again yesterday. Uh, we got a funny funny uh showing from that and, and uh it was good stuff and then of course we got daily update videos and giveaways and everything so get over to youtube and subscribe good morning to everybody in the live chat morning to uh ant and luch guys uh never ever a dull moment surrounding juve and uh the end of that match was extreme chaos and we got a lot to uh unpack today don't we i'm we just do. very very happy that we finally have a game with no drama Ugh. So excited. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can just talk about the game. Perfect tactics, perfect setup, you know, nice and easy. This we're going to see what kind of tone we're show. dealing with. And we're going to say what's up to everybody in the live chat here. That's always amazing. Bob Yogsov, first one in your chat duty. Benfica this week. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ryan S. FIGC Mafia. The game is fixed. <clears throat> Meda. Inter and FIGC are involved in this. All right, all right. Real, real him. Bad, bad look for Syria. I will say this, but we'll continue on because there's a lot to unpack. Um, Jeremiah, here, I guys. To be honest, we've been awful since preseason. Max's own doing. There you go. Even his most hardcore fans are turning against him. I'm telling you, team is going to throw him under the bus. It's inevitable. Wow. Okay. Okay. So this kind of. We'll set the tone here. All right. Uh, we're going to get into this uh, now. Let's kick off. Uh, as far as the news goes, the news today that's circulating, we're going to get into because it's just all about what unfolded at the end. So we're not going to waste any time. Let's get to the starting lineup to the match there yesterday. Let's get to the highlight reel. Let's get it all out of the way and then get to uh, everything we want to discuss and break down. So let's uh, basically go with our lineup was Pedin. Quadrado, Benucci, Bremer, Sandro. McKinney, Paredes, Miretti, Kostic, Keane, and Vlaovic up top. Now, this was an uh, interesting lineup. There were some shouts for some changes, maybe rest Bremer, all this and whatnot. And the funny thing was, I said, you can use our play and our lack of consistency to argue both sides. You could say, look, we haven't been getting it going, but some of these guys need rest. Make some changes, right? Put Gatti in there so on but also because of our lack of consistency and the way we've been playing you could make the argument to keep things with the main guys and let them uh, get it going and rolling this should be a bounce back match against Salernitana oh my god it ended up being anything but but you could literally argue both sides on this lineup what were your guys' thoughts on these lines we're going to start this one with Lucci uh where do I even start with Quadrado we knew that was going to be a disaster from the beginning well, Back. we didn't. You... He was awful. Stop it. Hey, hang on. We're gonna... What did you think about the lineup? Well, that's my first Not... issue right there. You, you play Bonucci and Bremer, which against Salernitana when you got Benfica midweek. No, like you have, why have Gadi if he's not going to play? He's capable. McKenny, mm -hmm. Perdez, Moretti, that was fine. Keane has been useless for, what, a year and a half now? So, again, questionable decisions from Max. So, 
yeah, I'll leave. Anth, go ahead. It's your, it's your. Yeah, the I didn't really have an issue with the entire lineup. Thinking, okay, we got Benfica midweek. The Bremer one, I'll agree with Danny on that one. Gatti's there. It's just I didn't, and but the Milik um, saving him for midweek. You know, Keane should be able to handle Salernitana, but it's looking at it before the match. You're like, yeah, this, this team should be good enough to win the game. It, we have to be honest. No, 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 it's Salernitana. It's right, Salernitana. You know I mean? like, you're at home. We gotta get. We gotta get things going. And that was my get. thinking before the game. Is that this yeah. this lineup's good enough? Afterwards, not so much. I pretty much agree with everything that well, Danny said. And that's a big. And that's well, good enough problem. with the right coach, sir. But oh, here we we're go. gonna bring in. Uh, we'll get to uh, part of the team that was part of uh, VAR yesterday. Uh, he still got the headset on from when wow. he made the call yesterday. Um, Who invited this guy? I wasn't even invited. I was gonna surprise you guys, and then <laughs> everyone was just like, "Nope, screw him. We don't want him on." All right. Well, we didn't really say that. Okay. We'll say it now. We're gonna rifle yeah. through these highlights. Okay, we're gonna rifle through these Do talk it. points. Get to essentially, uh, yeah, all the goods and the aftermath. So. Start off, actually started off pretty good, and Miretti was uh, heavily, heavily involved right out of the gate. We did get some opportunities out of there. Um, Bremer basically gave um, one of their opportunities to them just by misreading a bounce. Uh, Piantec got behind him, was lobbying for a PK there. I thought it was a good no PK call. He still got a shot off. It was just garbage. Um, and then Quadrado kind of kicks things off by – an awful, awful judgment call trying to read that. And um, in that, in that situation, there's no need to try and cut that off like that. I was livid with him on the uh, watch along. And then obviously Matsyoki cuts in. Um, then McKenney is the one in position trying to stop an attacking player. And he gets, uh, he gets beat easily, gets the cross in. And then we have a controversy at the back on how it goes in Kandreva. No replay I saw during the live watch along showed good footage of it. Um, not nearly good enough to maybe make call. I don't know what their excuse was or what the suggestion was. It did look like it was hand regardless our own doing our own doing based on a poor, poor judgment call by Juan Cuadrado that allowed him to just take it into our area. And then you're asking a lot of your players when a guy's coming in there doing step overs and dance and maybe get a PK or some, but frustrating. And I will say this at this stage of the game in 2022 technology all around us, you can't get a good shot to make a call, whether that's handball or not. That's the main problem. That's mm -hmm. the main problem. Okay. And we're going to really dive into all that garbage later, but one nil down for you, um, get it going. That's about 18th minute mark. We started positive for 15 minutes another first half pretty much wasted because i will say we were toothless for the rest of that first half and they end game, up getting uh, another opportunity through piantech handball on bremer right call my opinion handball yep. on bremer okay two nil up they score on the pk we are two nil down at halftime at home to salernitana unbelievable and their away fans are just like Wow. wiping the like floor with us as far as the fans go too like pretty much empty stadium and we're gonna get into all that too i think it's a different down. game if medetti scores though true that was a good save by the goalie true. It's yeah, a, yeah it's a different game if he scores that but moretti had his chances it was early on but out after that 
few and far between, man. Few right. and far between. Well, it's there was all- sort of another sort of skirmish just after that. It was like a back heel, didn't really work. But other than that, no. Medetti's chance was really the only one. Pretty toothless. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. you find yourself 2-0 down at half, at home, to Salernitana. In a must-win game, you're going into a Champions League midweek match against Benfica, who's undefeated right now through 11 games, by the way. Um, just to let you guys know. Mm-hmm. Let's carry on, second half, okay? Second half, hey, Max. Okay. What are you giggling Millic about? on what? right away for Keane. Millic on right away for Keane. Good job. I like it. Millic, instant impact. Mm-hmm. Yep. The guys kicked off the second half way better. Um, there was also nowhere to go but up, has to be mentioned, because the True. first half was uh, pretty woeful. Um, yeah, Millic came in, uh, instant boost. We got a Costage cross, 53rd minute roughly. Bremer comes in like an absolute animal, hammers that thing straight down into the ground. Nice goal. We get one back really quick. But then again, even regardless of dominating possession, I thought Paredes had a much, much better second half, way more involved and uh, reading the lines good. Started playing through the middle much more than we have probably this season, which was good, another positive. But ultimately, not enough chances frequently enough right like too infrequent for our opportunities but come near the end we figured out sandro makes a nice uh run in there to back up uh, juan cuadrado after he uh couldn't beat his man uh, in the area but sandro comes in draws the pk benucci steps up benucci's got a good over. pk record okay <laughs> he does have a good pk record everybody was wondering what i'm shocked that vlaovic didn't take it because i thought yeah. he would take it so I don't know if Benucci just called him off and used rank. I don't know what the scenario is there. Regardless, Benucci gets stopped on the initial, gets to the rebound luckily, and sweeps it home. Otherwise, that would have been even more infuriating. But he finds a way to get it in. Okay. After that, this is where absolute chaos takes place. Okay. So we get a corner kick. Nice corner. Milik does fantastic. Okay. Boom. I lose it. I lose it on the watch along. Okay. Um, we've done it. We've just pulled an absolute robbery in something we should have never fallen down that far. Okay. Absolutely. Hasn't lose seen it. The you guys will see some. <laughs> go back and watch it. Go back and watch the watch along. Even just, just the last skip, 10 yeah, just minutes. If you watch that last. Uh, <laughs> it's it's goes everywhere. <laughs> um, it, was, it was comedy. Um, but. Shirt off. To no avail. Called back offside. My original instinct was that new rule that they implemented last season which was if you interfere in the play that Mm -hmm. even if you're offside even if you don't touch ball anything like that if you interfere with the keeper's line of sight or interfere with him being able to make a save that it was called back even if that was what they were trying to call i said on the watch along that's garbage because if you watch that the keeper isn't even looking at benucci He's mm-hmm. got clear sight of that ball coming in, and he's looking where Milic is heading it. If he wants to save that, he could have dove at that opportunity. He was flat-footed, would have never stopped that. So my initial call was if you're calling interference in the play, garbage call. Garbage call, even if that was it. When I found out it was strictly offside, still garbage because he's not he's not involved whatsoever. But let's get your guys' thoughts on that. I I don't even know what the call was, so we're not even 100% sure what the hell the call was. But the the spirit of that rule with the whole distracting the goalie, 
the only thing I can see is that when he, when Benucci made that move, it sort of froze the goalie because he's making a play on the ball. I know he's not directly in his line of sight, but he's right in front of him making a play on the ball, which in an offside position, which makes him offside. I don't agree with it, but I thought that's what they called, but I have no idea what they called. Yeah. Luch. It's ridiculous. It is. I get it. What else can I I say? After seeing all the clips and the videos and the pictures and the still frames, it's just like, how? He looked at the monitor for, what, five seconds? And he's like, yeah, it's no goal. Well, buddy, take a look. Use your eyes. They forgot to zoom out the camera. They still had the the, the focus on the on the actual box. They forgot that there were other players and outside the area. If he if he actually took a look at it and watched it multiple times, it would have taken him longer. They must have told him from the VAR room that, like, must have told him in his head that this is like this is offside. There's no there's no explanation. Yeah. So again, there was a lot. Obviously, there was a lot going on before that. He's trying to. I think the moment got away from the referee. He obviously lost control of the situation. And I think he just wanted to like, look at it. He's offside and get out, which is, which is a mistake on his part. Fire him ASAP. Hey, and by well, the way, he won't be doing too many more games. I don't think I will take uh, fault for this, for not hitting it at the start. But uh, regardless of uh, all the chaos that's going to take we not part and take place in this podcast right now, happy birthday to Lucci. Okay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks, sir. Happy birthday. Wait, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. So we got a birthday here. My bad. My bad. Completely <laughs> forgot. Show this. I was all so good. hot, fired up. But yeah. Happy birthday. Is it your buddy. champagne birthday? No. Twelve on the twelfth. No. no. What the? <laughs> good one. Good. All one. right. Would that be so, nice to him now? Is that how it works? Okay. No. Now you're not going to do it anyway. I wasn't going to do it anyways. The chaos ensues. Millet gets a second yellow. Becomes red, obviously, uh, for the shirt, Sally, whatnot. I find it funny that when that happens, it doesn't get revoked if you're yeah. taking the goal away, the whole part of that yellow card. That's it's, kind of a funny rule so for me. Stupid. Like, so, I have a problem with that one. So, uh, th- that came up on Twitter. Luchi and I were having a little discussion with some people, and then Tom Snipes, I think, brought that up. And then jo- our friend Johnny from uh, the, the French state mentioned that regardless of the situation taking your shirt off is a yellow so he believed he saw somewhere that even though the the goal will be called back they won't pull that yellow back but I, anything can happen on appeal i'm sure Juventus is going to appeal all that all those yellows yesterday but, but. it's if you're appeal, if the whole goal comes back like the last 5 minutes why oh, would yeah, it, exactly why nothing would the happens not there's back? no like, beef there's no fight there's no uh, yeah. red cards yeah that doesn't that's not how it works so now you also have Quadrado getting a red card, uh, Fazio getting a red card because they were getting into it and everything. Okay, now you have Max Allegri getting a red card. Do I so say it? I did say on the watch along for anybody that wanted Allegri out, maybe that it's close. It's close for the time being. It'll give you Take a little easy. bit of uh, you know a break, a hey. breather. But ultimately, it's two two. The problem I have is I had my own match after that watch along. I was absolutely pissed. I went and played my match. I come home. This is what I come home to. This is the nonsense I come home to. Is to seeing screenshots of things like this. Sky Sports had an even better photo where they broke it down with their technology. And they had Kandreva showing you the distance from the byline. And then they had Benucci showing the distance from the byline. So even if you want to call offside, 
this is my thing. How on earth, again, we're in 2022, technology is everywhere. How do the people involved with making the actual decisions not even have technology up to Sky Sports level? Mm. The actual league, you're telling me, doesn't have the same technology Sky Sports is using on their broadcast or whatever and their analysts to make the proper calls on the pitch. But I don't believe it. And if it's true, it's an absolute joke. But the news today, I told you we didn't start off with the news. We're going to get into it. The news today states that they actually knew about Candreva's position and everything. Well, that's hilarious because then there's absolutely nothing to call and nothing should have been questioned. So it goes from bad to even worse. And honestly, it's the worst look for this league possible. And what happened is absolutely inexcusable. When stuff like this starts coming out, It this is a bad, bad look. They're also in the news today. You cannot replay the game based on a VAR decision. Okay, so that's also in the news today. You cannot replay the match. It's an absolute joke. It's an absolute joke. We have been getting screwed historically by VAR. Nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants to believe it. And we look like the bad guys because we just happen to be the most successful team in Italy's history. But here's the thing. We look bad for it. But the numbers are there. The stats are there. Okay, that we continue to get screwed by VAR. And here's the thing. Okay. I'm fucking starting to get fired up. We might get into goddamn oh, God. studs up. Yeah, I'm just going to go make a sandwich. You <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a problem when we're too. on top and we're winning, but we were still dealing with it the whole time through. Now when it counts the most and we're not getting those results, it's just highlighted for us. Okay. But it's not right. It's not right. And it's absolute garbage. Uh, you guys fly away i'm i'm Luca, ready to go Luca's, Luca is the newest in, into the bunch here can go we ahead. bring the other image back for a second i have a big question yep. here how does bonucci affect the play in this like well, how he he's, he's not even offside that's the point candreva is holding him on his Look shirt is first line. of all half that's off his body let's 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 discuss the fact that his shirt is half off his body that's already a foul there secondly the goaler like Unless that, that defender is prime Chiellini and is able to do a backflip and save that, that shot, I don't understand how Bonucci affects the play here. He's being held by their player, and you're telling me if he's affecting the play, that means the defender, what, he's able to stop that or the goalkeeper can't see the ball? I don't understand the, the, the mentality to that. I really don't. And that's besides the offside play here. <laughs> he's There's not so a- many things wrong. There's so, so much it wrong. It was a quick look. I feel it was a quick look because he literally looked at the player right next to Benucci and said yeah. offside. Yeah. yeah. I, I call complete BS that they knew about Candreva. They had no play to call. They had no they had two things they could have called. Number one, if Benucci's offside, his interference in the play. Number two, if he's offside or not. This morning, the report of them knowing about Candreva absolutely false because there's no way you could have called it that they rep to say so that. fast deny 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 they're gonna deny it till they die absolutely. Yeah, they had to the say other that thing to cover is, themselves they would look like you have ex right that. now all over the place interviews uh mm-hmm. with journalists and everything saying that was a travesty it was an absolute mess this var thing and all that syria it's a joke that's all a joke but it's separate from my other frustration because I'm going to go studs up on the actual team itself because these are two separate things. The decision, all that, it's garbage, but it was 
merited by the players. They did play a much better second half and they yeah. fought back. Mm-hmm. So regardless of whether or not we should have been in that position or not, because I believe we should have never been in that position, it still doesn't make getting screwed over feel good or right. So those saying that, oh, well, we shouldn't have been in that position. You're right. I agree with you. We shouldn't have been in that position. But it doesn't take the sting away from Mm -hmm. getting screwed, which we did. And that's the point I'm making. So you guys feel the same? 100%. We, yeah. we, we put we ourselves in that position, which yeah, we, we shouldn't have been in from the beginning, but yeah. still. We won't touch that one. Exactly. Now we're going to get into everything I, else. Here. What are you writing down? First, right? first, if you had to name a man of the what? match, let's get the Striped Hearts Apparel man of the match out of the way here. Oh, God. Who do you name Ooh. for a man of the match if you have to? Millick. Millick's a good show because he came in, made an impact, but that's all the goal would have definitely set him off on that. Bremer, I think, even despite the handball, maybe. Miretti was promising, faded for a bit of the mm-hmm. game, came back. Paredes, sloppy first half, better second mm-hmm. half. It's Gosh. a tough pick. Milik would probably be it for Milik me, guys. For me. I thought Kostic had a good game. Yeah. He was, oh, yeah. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a better showing for him. Still a right. lot of crosses getting not getting through, but ultimately found some good ones. You know, but, he, he's he's yeah. got an assist in like three or four straight three, games, three straight, or he has four. Three straight. So, three straight. No, I thought, I thought, he was, uh, I thought he was Perrine dropped. was good too, but he wasn't tested all that often. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. Probably be Costage. It's me. a tough call. AJC tweet of the match. Yours. 100% this yours. This week, everybody wanted it to be our main. Uh, the group decided it wasn't even during the match, but it was just because of the instances, and they thought the tweet pretty much summed up uh, life. For you yesterday. It does. And uh, here it is from the watch along little snippet. How it started, <laughs> how it ended. Uh, I'm not even wearing uh, the hat or the sweater anymore. My hair is absolutely. Uh, Do you want to know? There's no laughing at this. I'll tell you, there's no laughing at this because that's every Juventus fan watching that game. You, yeah. Everybody looked like that. They just didn't have a camera in their face. <laughs> But Jesus, look at that banana head. Look at that. I was uh everybody looked like that. We did. The still is perfect. You got him in the middle of a yell. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why'd you change shirts? Nothing like reliving pain. Nothing like reliving pain. But uh hey, you guys enjoyed it. Everybody on the watch along. I think the best was somebody that came back and said, uh what do you say? He goes, man, he's like, I left for like five minutes. I come back. looks like you've been through a war. Like I just, the hat <laughs> off, the hair's like a gong show. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, is what it is. But now guys, going back, we've separated VAR, right? Separated VAR from the whole debacle, all that. We've got suspensions now on top of injuries. We're going to have to deal with it's Monza. It's only on uh, Monza next weekend, right? Hey, I'm not taking anybody for granted anymore. Yeah, we said that this week. <laughs> Still yeah. no excuses. Here's the thing. Monza stinks. Our own doing in that match. Our own doing in that match. Still a wasted majority of the game in that first half for me. And it's completely unacceptable. What happened with VAR is a separate frustration for me. What happened in the game is another frustration for me. But it continues to happen. It's yet again another performance where we waste a lot of minutes. This can't keep happening. My overview of this match is still the same. 
it's still the same problems. Benucci came out this uh, with some words after, mm -hmm. and he basically said, look, you can put whatever players you want out there, and we've been on this roller coaster ride for years now. The mentality needs to change. Many people feel it begins with the manager. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start this next segment with all of you before going studs up and everything. I'm going to let you guys have your say. I'm going to say this. My two cents is whether he is or isn't the problem, Max is going to ultimately become the problem because you're not going to ever get rid of an entire roster. You have the same problems showing up, match in, mm -hmm. match out. Somebody has to be held accountable. And the thing is, he's going to end up being, even if he isn't in your mind the problem, the scapegoat because this team needs a shock sent through. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel. What do you guys think on that? Lucas, start us off, buddy. You're the one with the pen looking all serious. Did you, what, did you just wake up? Come on, let's go. Let's go. I've been up for a while. I was waiting for you guys to let okay, me in. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Look, this whole match, uh, I think the first half, I, I, I yelled at my screen uh, more times uh, in 30 minutes than I did all the last three seasons. And the reality is, this is his second chance. It's not like it's his first it's not like he had players that he didn't want. It's not. It's not about excuses anymore. It's. It's about putting, you know, performances on the table. It's about putting words to actions, and he's doing none of that. You know, uh, we have crucified prior coaches for mm -hmm. doing worse than this, and I mean worse. And we've gotten rid of coaches worse. for doing worse. I want people to remember that we've 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 literally torched two past coaches for doing worse and having players that apparently weren't even for them to start with. So to see Max consistently put up equi like equally shit performances, and I'm not saying, yeah, it's, it's all on him. It is. There is, <laughs> there is blame across the board. The players are also to blame, but he is equally to blame for not motivating those players or not selecting the right players to start. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you could say, you know, what you want. And Anthony, I know, is going to bring it up. The subs were well ch chosen. I will agree. Yes. Yeah, okay. Go make your sandwich. The subs were well chosen. I will give him that. That's Really? That Danilo is. switch did not make any sense. But carry on. Let the him finish. Su the, the subs got us technically three goals. Let's just say it how it is. But it mm -hmm. took him, again, another 45 minutes to realize that those subs had to be made. And even then... The fact that Cuadrado was on the field for that long, it still boggles my mind because he was he was blamed by Allegri for the first goal. He was like clearly in the presser after the game, blamed for the first goal, and Max still kept him on the field. So what does that tell you? He, that's him saying, "I know they're idiots. I know they can't play, so I'm going to keep them on the field. It's okay." That's his. That, that's what I can't stand is that he says one thing and then acts on another. There is no consistency with Max, and I think. We're in a corner. We, I don't think we can get rid of him because it's going to cost us too much, but I would get rid of him if it's possible. Like, I, I've had enough. It really has been enough for me. Uh, just to touch on Luca's note before uh, Anthony Luch get in there, outside of the guys he subbed in, the other names were Garofani, Illing Jr., uh, yeah. Gatti, Rugani. <sighs> Those are the only guys that didn't touch from the bench. So somewhat limited, to be honest. Um, he did. I thought the subs he was good with, to be honest. Um, Lucci, Ant, that Anthony, want to go? go? 
I that's I know fair. Luke, the the subs yeah. were the subs were good, but you keep Quadrado and McKenney in there for as long as they did when they were having awful games again. And and I'm gonna say this: if this was <laughs> if this was Sadi or Pirlo, would they still be the coach after yesterday? I mean, we, I kept, uh, still, we did keep them for the full season. Coaches mid-season. Yeah, we don't do that. It's a it's a fair question, but I don't think I don't know. Juventus would fire any coach midseason. Um, anyway, my concern is yes, the players can do better. We understand they're most of them are top quality players, but the the coach is the one selecting the eleven, putting them in selective positions, telling them what to do, where to do it, mm-hmm. where to pass the the whole the tactics, the system. That again comes back to the coach. And we see the same thing week in and week out with no attacking identity, no idea what to do in front of the goal. Vlaovic on an island barely touches the ball, feeding off scraps. Like how how much longer is he going to take, you know, to want to stay here when he's when he's getting that kind of service? When he can go to another team and get, you know, play with a real attacking mindset with you know players around him. Not that we aren't capable of doing that. We're just not setting up to do that. We're bringing in players that he's he's requested. Yes, I understand injuries, whatever. Again, it's Solernitana. The players, regardless if you have Chiesa, Pirlo, I'm sorry, Chiesa, Di Maria, and Pogba, this is a team you got to beat, regardless if you're missing some of your best players. I don't care who is on there. They scored two goals against us with players who were absolute rejects. Piatek has been on at least three other Italian teams in Germany, and then you're letting this guy score on you. How did you say his name? Piatek. Piatek. Does it matter? Yes, it does. No, I'm in the middle of a rant. Let me finish. It's unacceptable. Period. I I don't know what Max is teaching these guys in training. There's no way you should be out, you know, down 2 nothing going in the second half against Solnitana. Simple. And thinking of managers, Juve's uh, let go. uh, Chiro Ferrara was one. And uh, I think uh, Ranieri might have been mid-season two once. Um, Ant, your whole look outlook on this coach thing and making the change. Listen, it's it's hard for me to argue with <clears throat> any of the points brought up. Like I, I get it, I get the frustration. I'm I'm watching the same game that you guys are watching. Sort of on the flip side, you can't just say, "Yeah, injuries, whatever." Like that's it. Like we're missing essentially a starting eleven. Solernitana was missing on. their best player in Ribery. Wait, 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 Dan, Dan, let's let him finish, and then we'll go. You can't, you can't just shake that off and say, "Okay, I'm going to take him off soon." You can't just say whatever to injuries, uh, Allegri, you know, whatever. But that team yesterday should still win against Solernitana. Now, if this game was against Napoli, and you know, or Inter, sure. then you can start saying like, "Listen, injuries, like it's a big deal," but. I can see, like, okay, it's still Solanitana. That team should still do well. The the changes, I was obviously not happy with the first half. The changes were positive changes. Again, excuse could be, well, why didn't you start those players? Fair, because Keane is, at, in my eyes, just unplayable at the moment. But you have Benfica, who's a team that's 11-0 in their league right now, 11 wins, rests some players. Like, these are games, realistically, in the past where – Juventus managers have rested players because it should be an easy win mm-hmm. because you have a tough game midweek or a Champions League mm-hmm. game midweek. So I didn't have a huge issue with the lineup that was selected because it should have still been good enough to beat this team. Now, I'm not going to be on the Allegrio train because I think that just causes way too much. Like changing a manager midseason just causes way too much turmoil, not just the manager, but the whole um 
staff, the management, like it, it uproots a lot of people, but he's, he's not given, he's not doing himself any favors when a team comes out and plays like that. It's, it's hard to defend him. I'm going to try to as long because he is our manager, but it's get it's getting tough. I'm finding it very difficult. To, I think to for me, like I was saying, is it just there comes a point where we can't continue on much longer the route we're going. Mm-hmm. And I, you're I not going to full change a roster and somebody's got to be held responsible. If we could dump all the Deadwoods right now and change them all up, okay, Max could probably stay. But we can't do that. And the results aren't there. We're talking two wins. Two wins out of seven. If you want to date back to last season, it becomes two out 11. of 11. Two okay? So that's not good enough. at He's Juventus, telling us. Regardless if we're in a transition or a rebuild, that's simply not good enough. Mm-hmm. Trying to make this um, feel better or whatnot, like, no, this is below our standards and the teams that we're losing to if we're now going into you know when people want to talk about the roster missing the 11 okay valid against psg yeah salernitana sampdoria um, to get through skate by on spezia not acceptable you guys Mm. unacceptable we should be a lot higher than we are right now we have not played hundred than roma we have not played any Top yeah. ten, top eight yeah. teams, and wait until we play them. Wait, so, wait till we have to play Napoli and Inter and stuff. And this is why I say, like last year, we didn't, we didn't beat any of the top four that yeah. we were battling with. This One season, draw, like right? at some point, and I even said going into it, Nat, you were with me. About a third of the season, he's got to show progress, and he's got to show this team putting it together and move forward. Right now. The only thing we're consistent in is that we blow large gaps in the game and that we have these blackouts every single game. That's the, only the only thing saving, consistent. The only saving grace for Allegri right now, if he if he's sitting in across the table from the management, right? The only thing he's saying is that listen, go look at J Medical. All my players I wanted are sitting in there. That's the only thing that that's saving him right now. Now is I, I'm I'm saying I'm not saying that's a valid excuse for it's an excuse. It's not a reason, right? There's that's a difference. It's part of the game two. though. It's part of the game. And I, but I'm saying that's probably the only thing that's keeping him. That's keeping his job right now is he has that to fall back. But on. that's been right an excuse around. for a year now. We're probably yeah. going to get a little bit more into this. Once we start looking at Benfica, which is going to be yeah. midweek, but I want to flip the script here because Lucci talked a bit about, um Vlaovic and in his play and stuff and being left isolated and whatnot look as far as performances go I still think he needs to do a little bit more in adapting to games a yep. people my people might want to say I'm being uh over critical of him or whatnot but to no, be honest I agree I call this from last season where he was getting more opportunities when he joined us he wasn't burying ones that elite killers would be burying mm-hmm. and my feeling with him my overall feeling with him is if he's not involved often enough he won't produce he's the kind of guy that he's not going to bury the one-offs very often he will here and there but he's a guy that needs to be often involved mm-hmm. i've seen an attitude change in vlaovic and yesterday it really really shined through 
he's getting at his wits end. The guy needs to be scoring goals. We have an issue there. We have a big time issue there. He can't be continuously being outplayed by Milik, which he is right now. Yep. Milik's the been thing, yeah. the better yep. guy. And that says a lot about our team. If a guy that not a lot of people wanted comes in and outshines everybody, energy, work rate. What did I say? A lot of the guys we have that were here before Milik aren't matching up to that. Okay. And Keen was another one yesterday. Keen has become unplayable, in my opinion. I would play Sule before I play Moise Keen. He's at the bottom of my totem pole. But how do you guys feel about Vlaovic overall? Yeah, do you do expect a bit more from a top class player? Do you expect him to adapt a little bit better? Or is it strictly the service? I'm going first. Don't even try. <laughs> the, I, this ties into what you said about Keen being unplayable. The man, Keen only has like certain characteristics that work to his benefit, and Max isn't using them. He's making him stand back to a defender and hoping that he can hold up the ball and play off. That, that's not what Keen does. And already there, he tries to do the same thing with Duzan. Now, Duzan is probably our best player to do that physically. Uh, and we saw it last season with Morata playing off him. That was the best we had. Even now with Milik playing off Duzan, I think that's still our best. But the fact that, that Max doesn't see that that Duzan is suffering with that player on his back. Like, he was getting pocketed by both center backs yesterday. Fazio. The one, Yeah, Fazio. Like, the one time he got through them was offside. And Fazio. granted, that was, that was well done. It was a good play, and I would have applauded it. But we can't continue to have Duzan's back to a play. He's not Lukaku. That's all Lukaku is really good at, if you ask me. And he's not that player. Duzan has much more in his locker and in his, in his abilities. So... I agree with you, Al. I think he's not performing at what he should be, but I think that's also because Max is not using him the right way. Uh, is he the best player for that situation of what we have? Yes. Does that mean we have to waste him that way? No. I think if your focus of the entire project, according to our CEOs last year, is now Duzan, then use him that way. Don't leave him stranded up front. Put Milik there because Milik could do that job perfectly, and then Duzan will feed off him. I don't understand why we haven't switched those roles yet. Because, I mean, obviously both do it well, but I think if you're going to waste one, waste Milik. So I 100% agree. I think he's getting maybe two chances a game, and he's not going to bury one or two. That's not him. He's not Benzema. Benzema, you give him one chance, boom, you're, yeah. you're ahead of the game. He's not there. He's still young. He's going to make these mistakes, and there's a lot of pressure on him. So I think he's being uh, he's not being used properly, and I think he's – He's getting frustrated, and I think uh, there there needs to be a change, 100%. I'm going to change the question up a little bit for Lucci and Ant because there are discussions being had uh, over social media and everything that maybe, just maybe, he's not uh, he's not up to the financial burden he put on Juventus, technically. So those statements are being made that he's not not worth that money or hasn't shown it. Do you agree or disagree with that statement being made out there? Ant? Uh, I, I strongly disagree with that. I just don't to sort of go to uh, what Lucha, uh, sorry, what Luca was saying, the way he plays, he, there's a couple of times there when he had those through balls coming to him, he was an offside position. That's the type of player that Vlaovic is. He wants to run. He wants to run at the, at the net. Mm -hmm. The service that he's getting is not giving him those opportunities. So in fairness, I, I don't think he's had the right players around him yet to consistently offer that 
Um, again, it could go to the to the tactics where Allegri wants him to play back to goal, which is which is an issue. But we haven't seen him in his in his like in his glory days in Fiorentina, the way he was playing there. I just I haven't seen that that whole system around him for him to do that yet. Yeah. So is he? He's he's worth the money. Like he's like twenty one years old. Like are we? I'm with you, uh, Anth. I disagree with the statements being made that he's not worth uh, the money. I agree with Luca in the sense that the system and the style of play affects him big time. Mm-hmm. But I do just expect a little bit more Amelica. as far as the attitude. There has been a little bit of an attitude shift. The frustration is probably not helping him. But we got to find a way to get him rolling. And this again lies on the manager for me mm-hmm. because what you're doing is ruling out one of your key guys. So we want to talk about the key guys that are missing, but we don't want to talk about the key guys that we're not utilizing to their best ability. So it's a catch-22 there. Um, Luch, Luchy. what do you think? I, I think there is areas where he can improve, but like we're saying, he's 21, 22 years old. He's going he's gonna to take time to, to adapt his game, to grow his game. He's Like Lucas said, he's not a Benzema. He's not a... Ronaldo, like a, a proven player already, he's gonna need some time to to learn things. And when he's touching the ball eight times a game, what like how is he gonna how is he gonna get better? How is he gonna adapt if he's hardly touching the ball? And Max didn't Max say a couple weeks ago, I don't care if Vlahovic score, touches the ball twice as long as he if he scores once or something like like something stupid like that. Yeah. Like you need to get him on the ball. He's he's your best player. Give him opportunities to score to put him in, himself in good positions. So we can make a difference when he's hardly touching the ball. What do you expect him to do? Oh, long ball, cross it in. Hopefully he gets a touch. Like it's not, it's not sustainable. It's, it's not a winning mentality or, you know, regiment. Like it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. To that point, then I think the only thing that frustrates me with Duzan is that when he does get the ball, sometimes he'll hold up the play well, but then he'll try cutting and slicing into another player who's on his, like he's trying to nutmeg a guy that's coming on his right. Why, like, this maturity is not there yet, right? You see, but he also has no one to pass, like, he's alone. I, and no I get that. There. And this is where I'm gonna oh, make a comparison. Time. You look at someone like Milik, who's been doing this for years, he will go in the, towards the easier choice, the 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 the, the, the route, uh, the route of less uh resistance. resistance. Thank you. He's gonna avoid the two players, he's not gonna try to meg one of them, he's gonna go to the, to the wing and push it out to Cuadrado, wherever's there. Duzan he sees the player coming, he tries to meg him. That's a that's just a sign of maturity, and I think it'll come. But it frustrates me because again, this is the guy supposed to leading our project right now. This is our central pivot, our our biggest signing, and he's he's wasting a lot of opportunities. Which there's, there's often times in a game where I get frustrated with a lot of other players, but even with him, and I think he's he's got to grow with that. He's is he had. really wasting opportunities though? Yeah. When he only has this two season, or, I can't really say he has. Uh, last season, he did. Fair, yeah, for yeah. the last half of the season, and I'll give him a bit of a benefit of the doubt because he new team, new tactics, new coach. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that. But this year, he's he's touching the ball even less than he did since January the rest of last season. Yeah. So mm-hmm. where are these opportunities that he's wasting coming from? He oh, does a, not a, fit um, the slow build-up play no. style. He just doesn't fit that. No. He's an attacking team player, like passes beyond the lines we got him in a couple 1v1 scenarios this is what i'm talking about adapt, adapting the game like there is still frustrations with him his touch yeah. was poor for the majority of yesterday's game has mm-hmm. to be said mm-hmm. he has to work on the touch if he's going to be a part of our system because unless we change completely which i think we should um regardless 
His touch has to be way better than it was yesterday. He had a couple instances where he could take the defender on 1v1. He tripped himself up on the dribbles leading up to that play. He took mm-hmm. one. He took himself out of shooting a, a good shooting spot because his Sorry. touch led him to the byline. Sorry, so, dude. oh, yeah, it's getting blurry because I'm getting so fired up. Anyways, he's got some work to do, too. The system is a big part. It's interesting to hear fans thoughts i thought that was very aggressive saying he's not worth the money though so i just want to get anyone's opinion mm. if they feel that level of frustration obviously here none of us do lucci just want to add one thing to the no offense to the people saying this but the mm. fact that you're about you know, to offend them no offense but I, offend. I love you all but the you're fact idiots. that we're saying Chiesa and Di Maria are going to make a huge difference when they come back or when they're healthy i think is complete bs because Chiesa was non-existent oh, last year when he was healthy. Let's not forget that. Max oh, was playing him oh, okay. God well, all over yeah. the place. Luca, it's true, man. I, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. But I do think that you insert Di Maria and Chiesa. Like those, but are the ta- you, you those chances are them, being buried. The tactics going to change. Is no, the way the chances you play going get, to change? The chances they get. I like, want to ask you guys all something. The, the chances go up higher. I think our, our finishing will be better if you have – because are they going to go up the way you have Di Maria and Queso on your own half? I want to ask you guys all every time. All right, kids. Go, Bert. Here it is. We're waiting. Okay, I've been saying, and with Benucci's words, going back to that, where and he's not the only one. He's not the only one, okay? You've got players over the past three years, okay, big key guys that completely talk about the same thing, mentality, mentality mm-hmm. with this team. This season, match in match out what have the majority of us all been talking about the effort and the work rate is not there it's not there for long spells of matches that comes from mentality so look if but hang on is that on the coach this, or is that on the floor said it if all these guys said it Pirlo said that they were struggled with these guys and where their heads at and they tie it to different things right that's be, besides the point uh but the thing is I say half the battle is solved with just energy and work rate mm-hmm. in these players and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, Milik is probably a strong sign of that. So while we're talking about Chiesa getting in there, the tactics, the setup, there's a bigger underlying issue in my opinion, and that's the fact that why are these guys not able to get to the level and the standard we need? Is that again falling on max or is it the players we have and have we just overall as an organization let this substandard become the norm how do you guys feel about that can i go on that one yeah Mm -hmm. hell yeah so again this is this is one of those things where you're never going to get a unanimous answer because people will say this has been an issue for three years under two different managers but others are going to say, well, Max now has his guys, so he should be able to get the right mentality. And you want to know some? Both can be correct mm-hmm. because Max has his guys, so he should be able to dictate or like influence how they should perform. And you can't – I've always been a big proponent with, listen, guys, the past is the past. Don't look at past decisions. That's past business. Look at what you have today. And today, Max is not getting out of his guys – even though a lot of them are injured, and I, I get that. He's not getting out of his guys the mentality that this club demands. 
That's why Nedved didn't even stay for the second half. <laughs> I saw him out of his chair right away. I, the, the camera well, went hey, there. He wasn't there anymore. They don't right. want Nedved to flip out or freak out or anything. Yeah. So he him, left. Mike. Good on him. him. But on him. you I'm know just... what? I don't I don't even blame him. Don't, don't even blame, blame him. him. I, I stopped watching at one point, so I can't even say anything. So what and, are you doing here? I just <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna say. You cannot tell me this team is any worse than it was under Pirlo or the season last year. They've signed players that Max is want that Max wanted, better players, better quality, overall a, a probably a more uh, diverse team, like not one dimensional. But yet we're having even worse struggles than we have in previous seasons, and it's it, there's no other explanation to say that it's not the coach when you bring in the players he wants. Great most of them solid players and you don't see any difference. There's got to be a difference somewhere. It's hard to argue with that. So uh, Tony coming here, combination of both Allegri, some players, which are not UV standard, um, McKinney, Keane, DeShilio, Quadrado finish. So you have four players on the pitch, which are not UV standard. The thing is, is that despite those guys being there, and us thinking that they're finished, there are flashes where they provide the energy and work rate that is required. It's just that it's not consistent. We consistently fail at the bare minimum, which is work rate and effort, which Juve always, always had and was one of the major things that they always wanted to instill in all the players that were coming up. And you heard all the uh vets and experienced guys talk about that and what it was like here here you knew you were coming to work and work your ass off that's gone that's faded okay we talk about showing too much respect we've got into that in the match day live too much respect for opponents um needing to make them fear us there is no fear there from Juve. We need to make them mm-hmm. fear us. We need to let them know that they're ready to go to war. When Conte was around, he said if they need to if they want to beat us, they must spit blood. Mm-hmm. Like it's we have a we have no mentality. There is no identity there with Juve, no consistency in work rate and effort. That's the bare minimum I ask for. Results come and go, but god damn it, we have to work. We can't become a soft out. And when games against Salernitana, no disrespect, um, but I am going to disrespect you. When games like that, okay, have to come down to 94-minute VAR decisions and we're 2-0 down at halftime, um, I'm sorry, but when games against them are no longer gimmies, big, big problems. Because our roster, regardless of the guys that were on the pitch, is good enough to take it to that team, especially at home. We couldn't get the job done. We fell in a 2-0 hole and started to be pissed off about Vieira, which was rightfully so because they botched it. But regardless, unacceptable. This is unacceptable. true. This, this statement is true, but, but the overall hey. you know, game, like they, they should have even been in our half. Yeah, the play, that whole play was yeah. terrible. So on that note, right? it yeah. was five Juve players against two Two Salernitana players. We went from seventy nine percent possession in the first fourteen minutes to sixty two. Like over the next, uh, essentially the rest of the half, without attempts, almost like without attempts. It was crazy. It was like with just this complete drop off again. There's half chances here and there, or whatnot. I mean, 
nothing right. crazy. Toothless, toothless. Benfica midweek, oh. everybody. Hang on, hang on. Luke is gonna. I, I have just one thing Go to on. add before we wrap that up. Sorry, and, and it'll ahead. be fast. It's it's to the point oh, of what no. you were saying. If you track back to Allegri's last stint with us, we used to use the B team, whether it was the Coppa Italia or you know softer teams like Salernitana. We used to maybe not dominate those games, but we would still win a hef- a, a solid two zero or a one zero. And these were with players like Decilio, Cuadrado, Limina. Uh, we had uh, guys that were like maybe mid tier quality, but they would hustle for Max, and Max's system would work. So I what what has changed in those years is one Max hasn't hasn't adapted. He's still the same coach, which it could be good. In this case, it's not because the game has changed and he's not adapting to it. And the second thing has changed is that these players are still here and they're older and they're slower. So I have a hard time pinning it just on the players because, yes, okay, these guys are older and slower. that You can't change that. But Max selecting them, again, look at the two goals, the two first goals. Cuadrado was liable for the first. And that's a player that Max vouches for week in, week out. Paredes was liable for the second. And that's a player that Max chased week in, week out until we got him. So for me, this is on the coach majority more than the players because it's his selection of these players and it's his defense of these players too. And then his consistency to keep playing them. So that's three. <laughs> that's We're going to screenshot notes. this one from Bikram G. <laughs> okay. should, we all just do, should we all just do facial expressions with it? Okay. Go, put it back. And we'll, we'll screenshot it and note the time too so we can save it. Okay, good. Continue. Okay. Um, <laughs> good times, good times. Benfica. Listen, Benfica this week. If we lose, is that the final nail in the coffin? This was one of the Storm in the Barn uh, storm in the barn questions. I want to remind everybody while you're here, please like the video. Let's get those likes up. Hit that uh, thumbs up if you're new here. Subscribe to the channel. Okay, but we'll one of the questions hearts. way back up in the live chat. Storm in the Barn. Okay. Yeah. Look. We need this guy. Or a striped tarts apparel. This, maybe you know, this got guy. Got the AJC Army tees. Look at this all these the good stuff. We, right we appreciate the support for all those who already have. Listen, if we it's lose to Benfica, Lucha. final nail in the coffin for Max. Got my shirt. No. Sorry. I don't think so. As much as I would like it to be, I still don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. Tell me I'm right, so, Ant. <laughs> Tell me I'm right. Well, the, uh, Al brought up. I uh, know I'm not giving you anything you can clip. So the uh, Lucci brings up a good point. Uh, so Chira Ferrada, I think that was 2010. Al, when you brought yeah. that, he was the last one. That was mid-season. That was that was a bad time. That that was some dark times back then. We have a much better roster now. I don't think. I just don't think it's gonna happen mid-season. You have a have... couple of things, factors the like World... Ant's getting into. Finances. But the World Cup. The World oh. Cup completely changes everything because you got a month off to find a coach, bring them in. It... True. You want... I, I guess they never say never. I don't. I really don't know. Let's look at this. So you have the fact that we would have to pay him out. Five years. Five years. You'd have to pay him out. Take it easy. Three years. Yeah, take it easy. You'd have to pay him out. You have a World Cup season. A little bit of a break to integrate somebody else if you have to, right? We're down 120 million euros. But what it comes down Jeez. to is, again, how far can you drop? How, like, what is the breaking point? 
because all of a sudden, if you're no. let's also the big yeah, thing four points looming over this team is 250 million euro deficit, 250 million euro deficit, not coming out of the Champions League group is massive. Euros. Not only that, not qualifying for Champions League next season would be mm -hmm. massive. So how far do you let things slide? You're at two wins out of seven, um, two out of 11 dating back to last season. You can't change all the players. And here's the thing that's scary for me. Here's the thing that's scary to think about. If you make a manager change and still nothing changes and we still struggle the same, then that is a full-blown nightmare for Juventus. But how many people, how many of you actually think we would change a manager and remain the same? Do you think we would remain the same? No. Depends on the manager. No, I think uh, it's 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 like a new pair of cleats. As soon as you put them on, you get that random hype that one game, and you play like a god. But I think uh, it's a mentality you thing. get blisters when you walk or, like or, a chicken. Yeah, the okay, Anyways, it's a mentality thing. It's it's but it's, it's like how you feel faster in a new car when you first drive it. It's, it's does that not also stem mostly from the manager? Because I believe it does. Well, well the, I do the, think the, some the, players are obviously players are cut from different cloths, whatnot, but. Manager is the basis of a team's mentality. It starts there and bleeds through. It's 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 going to be temporarily. If we do better, it's almost like a hangover effect. You start a new job, you think you're all happy, and then it goes to shit after a year because you realize that initial first couple of weeks is all it's all fake and it's all it's not I'd say sustainable because nope. the players have a new sense of motivation. They have something to look forward. This new coach brings something different. But will that sustain over a full season? Or like, let's look at Chelsea with Tuchel. They just got rid of him, right? But the best stint with him was when he first started for those first three months. They won and Champions League. They won man. Champions League. But that's what I'm saying. It's and worth then they it went then. If it's you're winning, it doesn't matter. It's worth it. And they they were shit since they had they won nothing since that Champions League. Nothing. So that's it's so it's temporary. It is temporary. Before Lucci jumps in, get in here. Before Lucci jumps in, when you change a manager. Mid season, do you also change all of his assistants? You have because if you have his old assistants, then like that, that's a you, you gotta look yeah, into that too. Everything. Like, if the manager goes, if it's his whole crew, then you're bringing in a whole new staff. Well, like, you can't, that's a lot you of can't change. Keep these guys, that's just awkward. You just keep Landucci. I don't know, I'm okay Here's with that. Landucci got a lot of uh, or probably yeah, a lot of just one half a game here. He's a god. Uh, you want There's a, a lot game. of variables that are going around here that are going to make this a very, very interesting thing. But honestly, if the wins don't start coming, the draws ain't enough. I just I don't think draws are enough. And all of a sudden, like, I'm going to go a little studs up on everything as a whole. If Juve up. wants to market themselves, they want to be about this brand. They want to do all this. How on earth is what we're doing right now marketable? and gaining new fans and becoming bigger it's not working fans at our own home stadium did you see how empty it was yesterday yeah okay mm -hmm. there's a lot of reasons for yeah, this and i talked with uh Maurizio there from around i asked him and do you know that max allegri is actually one of the reasons why because juventini actually can't stand the way the team is playing and he's actually literally told me that, that he is one of the reasons. He says ticket prices are one reason. How the club has treated the fans and the curva is another reason. Number three, Max Allegri and how the team plays. Not him personally, okay? Like not, oh no, Max Allegri, I hate him. It's how the team plays, mm -hmm. which is associated with Max Allegri. 
Okay. That is one of the reasons that we are not getting the um, asses in the seats there at our stadium. And 2,000 uh, Salernitana fans come into our own home stadium and make it feel like an away match. There's so that's much going on right now that needs correction. It's got to start changing. We can't have year in, year out leaders of the club talking about a weak mentality and whatnot. I'm tired of hearing about it. Change it. Fucking change it. Sort it out. Beautiful football doesn't. It's not what he looks for. I don't care about beautiful football. I'm over beautiful and modern football. All this is garbage. You can play any way you want. You can play any way you want. You have to have fight, spirit, heart. We have no soul. We have no soul. We are going through the motions. It's not about this beautiful game. Juve, you can have one game play beautiful. You can have another one be a defensive masterclass. Games change all the time based mm-hmm. on who you're playing. I'm done with this modern football, beautiful football thing. Look, they're not. it's not like you can't win playing beautiful. You can win playing ugly. You can win playing beautiful. The fact of the matter is what we're doing right now isn't working, and things have to change. They winning. absolutely have to change. That's the bottom line. You can't keep going like this if you're Juventus. You Agnelli wants to organize a Super League. He wants to be included in these big club things. But we are becoming, and I hate to say this, it's making us almost a joke based on what we're seeing week in, week out from this team. It hurts me as a Juventino to say this, but it's a reality. We have to get our shit together. Because all this shit he's doing is for naught. If we can't even, if we're not a gimme against Salernitana at home, you want to talk Super League? You want to talk like, and I get it, finances, and it would be a huge influx for the team. Help us. I'm all for Super League, but get your shit right at home first. Figure out what the hell is happening. Daniel? Storm the barn. Oh. What does Allegri bring to this team? Tony G's put this in about three times, so I want to make sure I hit this for him, okay? What does Allegri bring to this team? Bad attack, bad cream, bad set piece, bad defending. Actually, we scored a couple of set pieces uh, all of a sudden. And free kicks, kicks starting kick. to score. So we're just open yeah. play has completely been abysmal, but mm-hmm. also no plan, no motivation. Look, you know, um, only above. this almost – it actually is not a question. What does Allegri bring to this team? Look <laughs> – I feel like this is the big frustration in us and even the ones that always defended Max and even vouched for him. I was on his side coming back because I believed mm-hmm. that so he that. would at least have these guys focused and consistent and we would at least stop those lapses. That hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. And the adapt, the adapting to games, the changes that he always used to make, those tweaks, they're non-existent too. A couple games here, okay, second half, improvement to PSG. Second half against Spezia, Milik all of a sudden changes it. But if you look at actual game plan yesterday, we almost had players going rogue, and it looked better than our initial setup and plan against Salernitana. And I said this last year too in a bunch of games. When we abandoned everything and just pushed forward, it, it worked better than what our original game plan was. So there's major, major problems there. I don't know if you guys want to touch on this again. Not much of a question, just Tony G really getting into it and uh, attacking Max. But what do you guys, uh, anything to add to that? 
I just I just want to know, and I've asked this before or say, said this before. I just want to know what kind of attacking ideas they're practicing in training because I don't see absolutely anything in any of these games. Like, there's no set plans. There's no someone should be here, someone should be there. Like, they're just here. Go for it. Just see what you can throw together, and uh, yeah, like, uh, I, is is that normal? I've watched the training videos that they they publish. Now, obviously, take this with a grain of salt because they don't publish the entire training, but it's always been just working on finishing. There's no work on the build up. I don't see it. It's like I haven't seen anyone build at all. Why? Yeah. Uh, it's. Look, hey. What does he bring? Uh, he brings one thing. He wears a suit on game day. That's all I could really say about Max. And his press conferences are terrible. That's the only positive we bring to this team. Well, the the main thing I uh, we coming go. into the season with you yeah. Al, was he was he was bringing stability. It's his second year. Yeah. He's bringing in his players. You, you know, you have a the the stability was supposed to be for me the thing that he was bringing in. What I'm seeing is that it's not happening so much, right? It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not, not happening. It's polite. It's just polite not. Put it. It's it's not coming to fruition, right? Like it's not materializing what what the things that we are expecting. Now, again, we 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 got we have to give it time because there's like Lucas said that we own what three, another three years of salary or four years of salary after this. So yeah. it, it's a tough position. I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. I know somebody on here was saying time for Elkin to sell the team. And uh, who said that? I think it was my buddy. There was a comment yeah, about up there if he's not ready. Yeah, Vito, you don't, you do not, you do not want to take this question, this comment seriously because next thing you know, you're going to get some hedge fund or some owner from China coming in and selling off all the assets. I don't want you do to, not want uh, to yeah, let's not go that road. I think as far as that uh, goes, but yeah, look, any way we slice hand it, industrial what bias. we're doing right now needs to change. And again, if yeah. if it's Max's plans and that's, players that's aren't executing it, or even if it's Watch just out. them China not responding to Max, one way or another, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Benfica. Lost yeah, this is not him. a gimme either, is it? Uh, <laughs> oh, <shit>. uh, <laughs> what are we going to do about that? That's in like two days, isn't it? Is, is, is anybody uh, back? <laughs> what's going on with Rabio and Locatelli? Any updates? Okay. They... okay. I did we have see to touch update. on that. Yeah. Somebody put on the, on our news feed today. If you guys haven't noticed, uh, there's a whole crew of guys and lady helping with the news. Uh, Di Maria partially practiced today. This morning. So did Chesney, so. but I don't care about that. Let's take it easy. But like, I'm more worried about the midfield. It's more like why and Ra- why are Rabio and Locatelli both fatigued and not playing and not even called up? Like that one is. Uh, Rabio actually had an injury. He's been holding on to that injury for a while, but then he played like a perfect 90 minutes for his PSG. So I don't understand where that injury is coming from. It's a lingering it, injury. It came happens. afterwards. He's a lingering he pain in my injury. ass. That's what he is. Look, that's that's not what the medical staff said. He had pain in your ass. Let me check again. No, I said that. Unless you're turning me into the medical staff, I think you're. You can't be any worse than the medical staff we have now. I, I honestly don't think I could. Okay. All over the place. Luca. Pain in the ass. Hone it in. Okay, let's hone it in. Benfica. 
Dude, who's actually gonna be forget Benfica. You guys are getting on players, whatnot. We don't know who's going to be fit or not. Things change all the time. Dates get pushed back. Di Maria, I don't even know if he plays great. If he doesn't, whatever. We need to figure. We need to figure this out with the guys that are on the pitch. Do you, any of you feel embarrassed to let your non-Calcio family friends watch games with you? Most of mine are uh, Premier League fans and thought we were great until they actually sat down for some games. The mm. funny thing about that is we were talking <laughs> about, I think, on the Match Day Live, you can show somebody a game, or I have friends that will randomly watch a Juve game because they know I support Juve, and then they'll be like, oh, man, they had a bad game today. And I'll be like, yeah, today. Um, <laughs> the sad reality is we're becoming used to it um, over and over, but non-Calcio uh, fans that end up tuning in as neutrals, my God, man, the things they have to say about Juve watching their games is pretty wild. It's pretty wild. And the sad Can thing I is take that one? Not really wrong. No. Ant? Really no. Okay. So me being a little bit older than everybody else, you learn over the years Maybe. that you don't give a rat's ass as to what <laughs> other people say about your team. You just don't. I don't watch games with anybody else, and I don't give a shit what anybody mm -hmm. says about the teams because that's, that's my time, and I just – you just block everybody out. And people want to say stuff, be like, oh, that's your opinion. Sometimes I agree with their opinion, but no, so I do not watch games with anybody else. As we wrap up, it was uh, hot shows. There's a lot going on. We need to we need to write the ship. Here's Jeremiah. Are you guys ready to be on the Allegri Out hashtag or edger, edging closer to joining in? It'll be a glorious day. I'm not there yet because I will oh, still support till uh, the bitter end if the club chooses to get rid of them even if it's in my opinion something that might have to happen regardless again if he is or isn't the problem you might have to do it anyways just to spark some type of change i'm not going to get in on that because yeah it's just i don't know not not for me right now what I'm are you guys doing I'm jumping on it yeah. is anybody on the hashtag yet is anybody I'm doing it i'm in yeah i'm in I there don't think go. it's the right idea. Jeremiah, you got Lucci. You got Sorry, Lucci. Lucci, you're on the... And you got Luca. I, I don't think it's the right idea, but I, I honestly don't think we it's anything better out. Like, we can't do better. Luca, right? you, you started the show with this guy's got to go. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I am in. I'm saying we... I just said yes. Here, Anth, does that... Uh, pull up the name again at the bottom here, if you can. There you go. <laughs> oh. I mean, thank you. I, I, I wasn't quite clear. Now it's clear. Now oh, it's all I just he's out. Okay, so he's he's in there. He's in there. Um, to go back to Lucas' go, comment Jeremiah. about the the honeymoon phase of a new coach or whatever, I just mm. how it can't get any worse. I can't see it. it it's yeah. impossible. Right. Let's go like this. Um, just to add to mm. Jeremiah's question, who do you want to see? Who do you bring in midseason? Ah, good question, Al. Who would you prefer? Who do you think corrects an issue of three years? Roberto Di Zerbi. It's a risky Deserbi. move, though. Uh, he's available. He's probably going to be Of course cheap. he's an available. Where the hell is he? No, was he, he coaching like second division? He, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't in a Ukrainian team yeah. because of the war. He had to leave. Ooh. It's not because he was doing bad. He chose to leave because of the situation. Ukraine. He's available. He's probably going to be cheap. And he is probably the best option right now. We're not going to go get Zidane at like 12 million a season. Why was he at a Ukrainian club? Because he wanted, to get out of, he wanted to get out of Syria. He wanted to Didn't grow. they pay him? Didn't they pay him a decent so amount to, to go? That too. There was money involved too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think Ant and I are kind of on the same page there as far as uh, there might. <laughs> so be who would you guys take then? There. Who would you take? Tell me. Listen, I don't, I don't hate Pochettino. I don't think the options available are the right guy, to be honest. You're gonna take Conte back? Is that what you want? I would definitely take Conte. Back. Actually, I would take him back. Hundred percent. As much as it kills me to say, I probably would take him back if he if the option was there. Oh, good lord. Yeah. I need alcohol. Yep. Because yeah. this team needs a goddamn drill sergeant, man. They need a to bull. be they need to be read. In the words of Antonio, <laughs> who I've been talking what? a lot with lately. Yes, really? I miss the guy. I wish he was still part of the shows, but I've been talking to Antonio a lot, and he says this team needs to be read the riot act for yep. Christ's sake. And the we butt. need to get back in that. And when effort and work rate is not consistent, bare minimum. Bring in a guy that's going to motivate everybody. Zidane, Conte, or Italiano. Italiano would be not your motivator, but you would the, the, the plan, the style that everybody Isn't he still coaching? Sexy Fiorentina? That's not. the problem. I don't he's still think coaching. he's the right guy right now. Not now. stink too. They just we look good against us. bring it back, get the <laughs> basics lined up, and do it like we did before. Then to take the next step, bring in your guy once you've established yourself. Guys, our depth on the roster has dropped off. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we still have cleanup to do, but right now the results are big. But this team isn't working hard, and there's a low sense of belief and a low sense of confidence. How do you do that? You need the right guy who's a motivator, a motivator, a guy that's driven, that's going to light a fire under their ass because yeah. that's half the battle. Get yourselves back up, get your roster sorted, get the depth up, and then bring in a guy that's an Allegri esque or higher Zidane or whatever. But first, right now, we need to go back to basics and get the drill sergeant in, man. That's how I feel, anyways. I agree. But this is the same thing I always tell the young folk in our group about players. Everyone's like, why didn't we sign this player? Why didn't we sign that player? Why didn't we do this with this player in the Mm offseason? Not everybody wants to come to Juventus. Not all players want to come here. So you you got to get that in here. Hang on. Not all players want to come here. So they say, whenever I see tweets of like, oh, look, we could have had this player in the offseason. No, that's not the case. It's the same for coaches. Not all coaches are going to want to come here. Like what, what advantages does Juventus offer over other teams right now? Okay. It's a good roster. But like, like we talked about this a lot when Matt is is an appealing position yeah. i don't know ant is on yeah. a ant is on a great one right now because we talked about him when he was coming back we said this is a job that's not desirable at the moment based on how we've been and it's really really tough so i don't know there's shouts for zidane everybody says zidane i want to ask you because one of the statements here is that zidane is tried tested and true is he though no because that team was loaded Good point. so is he it's like allegri on his first stint He's tried, tested, and experienced it, but look at the team. But look he at had. the team he had. Yeah, look at the team they had. <laughs> Same yeah. argument. I love it. I, I honestly think we need a guy that's going to light a fire under their ass. I want to ask you guys this because there's been a lot of shouts about this name. Would Tudor be a guy that interests you to come back and coach this team? Is he the drill sergeant we would need? Because yeah. he also plays he right a now? very attack minded game, uh, too. Spain, no? He's in Spain? No, France. France, yeah, he's got like a Marseille or Lyon or something like he's that. He's got a, he's, he's coaching, so we can't get him. But yes, I would I would agree with that. Oh, I why why would he leave Aaron Ramsey to come play with us? Oh, Ramsey, oh, that's nice. Never mind. That's yeah, damn a goof. It. Damn it. Nice, <laughs> nice. Anyway, that really this shines a Maybe light. Maybe a better that situation for him. Even if we are on this hashtag or whatnot, 
it's still very, very difficult for that next step and what would have mm -hmm. to take place. The bottom line here is that I was always hoping, and the reason I'm not jumping on this hashtag is because I was always hoping that it wouldn't come to that point, guys. We mm -hmm. need to get this thing together and right the ship. The team has to respond. If they're not responding to this manager, it's up to the manager to put the guys out there that will respond. If it's the young guys, then scrap your mentality about the experience, Max, and get the guys on the pitch that are going to work their ass off for you. Mm. You have to sort this out, man, because honestly – whether we want to change and get another manager in here, there's no guarantees. We can't even decide on who's going to be the right guy to kind of take things over and get change. Will the change even work? Are we in the same boat? There's been three coaches over three years, and for me, the same problem exists. And I agree with Panucci that it is the mentality, and somehow, some way, you've got to figure that out. But if we bring in another manager and all of a sudden it's the same or God forbid, even worse. That is a full blown crisis almost at Juve. So, scary, scary times ahead. It starts this week Trauma. with Benfica. Let's hope we can get it. Where are you getting that report, Ryan? Take it easy, Luca. Did you write that yourself? He didn't even put like a parenthesis of who the reporter was. I would like to see if this is actually, in fact, I don't think so. Because like, don't give me hope. Don't give I have me hope. I can honestly never not recall a game that's been replayed. It won't for be one replayed. call. There's no Maybe way. Maybe weather. No way. Like weather, obviously. But yeah, okay. yeah. That's, 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 or the, that's or the yeah. queen died. I think Ryan's the. That's here. Nobody's seen it. Ryan, come on. Someone has to die. We gotta. We gotta I sacrifice wish it was somebody. True. Um, sacrifice like Lou or something. Yeah, the game replayed. We'll see. Anyways, guys, always a pleasure. Um, Luca, Lucci, uh, and happy birthday, Luch. Okay, thank you, sir. Nowhere to go what but up guy. after tackling what that uh, mess of a game. Come <laughs> so, of you, yeah. enjoy. <laughs> enjoy, brother. Everybody on the live again. One last reminder: drop the likes there. Okay, thanks for your continued support. Hey, we're not going anywhere. All right, so. I'll be back with daily updates leading up to the Champions League match against Benfica. We will do a match day live. I unfortunately will not be able to bring a watch along, so you won't get to see the wild hair in action. But it is what it is. Uh, we'll be back on the weekend, and then I'll bring you one for uh, Monza. Hopefully we can get that win on that watch along, okay? Still waiting for that win. Let's see. Uh, but everybody, uh, we got the worst out. Let's start the week, right? Let's see what the week brings. Let's get some healthy bodies back, see what we can do against Benfica. Maybe the team will surprise us, and maybe not. And the then will draw. Let's you see what happens. First. But as always, no matter what, Fino alla fine, Forza Juve, okay? It's not just a motto. We're not going anywhere. Uh, through thick and thin, we're here, and we'll see if the guys can make it right, okay? Uh, ciao, tutti. Enjoy your weeks. Happy birthday, Lucci. Drink response.